Podcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Are you not black anymore? What is this? No. My black card has been revoked. I'm so. And uh, I'm over here looking at the camera, and I'm seeing like, yo, why are you so off? She would have been. I missed last week, and when you miss a week, you just you lose your rhythm. You You know, you no rhythm is in your blood. What is wrong with you with this? I went I went country line dancing this weekend, and it just totally took everything. Don't try to blame nobody else. You got a rhythm from Sacramento. That's what it is. Y'all want to line dance? I'll get busy right now. We ain't got enough room today. Welcome to another episode. Of BET's The Game, Season 9, Episode 8, The Crying Game. I'm Megan Thomas at Meg Scoop on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Periscope. That's new. I'm excited. Right. I'm on Periscope, y'all. Hi. Uh, and who are you people? Well, I am Kevin John, the only person without rhythm on this panel. And yes. you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at HeyKevinJohn. Or you can find me at your local country line dancing club. No, you can't. There are no country line dances out right. there. You gotta go to Texas. Okay, right. that, you got- go- TX all day. <laughs> hey everyone, I'm Courtney Tesno. Keep in touch with me at Tesno's on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. You gotta go to Snapchat. Yes, and make sure you use the hashtag ABTV the game if you have any questions or if you have any comments, we'll shout you out. While the show's going on, we love your comments. Make sure you subscribe to AfterBuzz TV. Just click the link below if you're on YouTube and it's free. And you can go to iTunes and download our podcast so you can get it free every week. Woo woo. All right, let's talk A about this places, episode. Yes. Malik and Kerry, y'all. Doing oh, it in the bed. Oh, you country. And doing thing. it well. I know, right. What do you think about these two and this budding relationship? Is it doomed to fail? I, I still no, think it's... I don't say it yet, but what are you going to say, Kevin? No, go, go ahead. Ladies first, please. No, I was going to say, I don't think it's doomed to fail. I think it, they really need to communicate because Malik's saying that the sex is not on point. I don't think that's all the relationship should be about, but clearly that's high on his list. So they need to communicate what's going on in their relationship. With the, what are the goods right. and the bads and the uglies? I, I 100% agree. And first of all, I don't think they're doomed. I just think the ma- the relationship was kind of sloppy to begin with. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, just on paper, yes, it sounds great. Two best friends, you know, falling in love with one another. Absolutely. But in the way that this happened, which is extremely sloppy, and also the fact that no relationship should be belt- built or sustained on sex, okay? Mm-hmm. Sex is a great addition to a relationship, especially in the confines of a marriage. To but, a marriage. Thank you. But hey, but to each his own. No judgment. No but judgment. anyways, um but but I think they need to find more of a uh and a connection, an emotional connection, because just Malik uh basic basically validating the relationship on whether or not he cries after the sex to me is a very poor indication of you know what this relationship represents. So, so what, but what do you think? Okay, let, let me play devil, devil's advocate for a minute. What Please if, do. What if? Okay, so everything is perfect as far as they're concerned. They're mm-hmm. best friends. They understand each other. They get each other. They have a good time together. All of that stuff works. His problem: he's not crying after the sex. Mm-hmm. Is that going to sustain him long term, or is he going to cheat on her? I don't think he's going to cheat on her, but I think. Uh, 
Malik said sex with so many people. That's almost like his emotional thing. Like that would be him emotionally cheating if he stepped out and like even tried to get another girl. Now I think he's honestly still not over Yana to be completely real because right. at the dinner we saw that he was clearly like very proud of all her accomplishments and like flinching, sweating when she touched him. So I think there's some underlying things going on there that he hasn't dealt with. Right, right. Well that and also when she barely put his her hand on his shoulder, he started crying. Right. So that showed you that was an indicator right then and there that there was still some emotional attachment or something to yeah. you know the man was crying. So you you know, I, I look at that and I say, okay, well First of all, to answer your question, do I think Malik's going to go out and cheat on her? And I don't think so because that's the only way. Well, that in that instance, that's when I would use their being best friends. I don't think he would want to hurt her just because they are best friends. Mm-hmm. You know, above anything else or below anything else. They are best friends. They have that foundation. So you never want to hurt your friend. So I don't think necessarily that he'll cheat on her. But uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that he'll be have a wandering eye or, you know, do some mental cheating. Now, so. now, here's the thing with Malik. I feel like as much as we see Tasha and Malik go at it, he values his mother's opinion. And the fact that his mom, even though she did it in a shady way, Tasha bringing Yana to the house shady. and whatnot, right. I think that Tasha has a good point. Like, he really does need somebody that's going to balance him out. Yes, him and Kira can be best friends, but that's what your friend is for. Like, being in a relationship, I mean, as as I've said before, like, being in a relationship with your best friend, cool, but I think that there are people that are meant to be together, soulmates. And not all the time, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be your best friend. So, right. I kind of feel like Mama Tasha may be right on this one. Yeah, especially because they're, they're, they're really good as friends, but if you look at the difference here, Kira, does she necessarily make Malik better? No. no, like how does they have fun together? They enjoy each other's company, but there's they're not. Yeah, they don't they don't make she each other better. But, him, yeah. but you see, Yana, that's been her mission the whole time she was with them. You know, you got to do better. You got to stop living like this. Let's get your physical stuff right. Get your mental right. All this stuff. So I feel like it. Uh, I think Tasha's onto something mm-hmm. when she does say that maybe Yana is better fit for Malik. And was I the only one that was disturbed that he was, uh, you know, Malik was allowing Kira to just disrespect his mother at the dinner table like that? Now, granted, Tasha provoked mm-hmm. some of it, but they were getting really nasty. And Malik, as you know, as someone that values his mom, should have at least stepped in and said something. But, but he did say something. What do you mean? At the end. But I'm talking about when Kira was going hard at his mother, talking about you know you you when you're. Oh, baby weight, losing your baby weight, and you're watching me on whatever the heck. No, but you you see his face. He's kind of like, wait, I was a little like you. you they showed his face. And okay, he maybe I missed that reaction. Cup and he was like, yeah. okay, right. I you may know, have missed that reaction. Too. I think that that's a conversation that needs to be had after the fact. Like, okay, mm-hmm. look, we're we were best friends. That was cool. Then you were cool with my mom. You could talk trash all you wanted then, and it was okay. But now that you're my girl, no, there's some more lines. Right. There's some lines we got to draw there. Exactly. Exactly. So, but it's interesting. Mm-hmm. And poor Tasha. Let me, let me ask you, do, 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 do you feel that Yana is better for... You know, after seeing this episode, I kind of think so. Yana's not messy like, you know, like we've seen with Kira's messy. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of drama going on. And after seeing this episode, I think Yana might be a better fit for Malik. Not because he cries, but because she seems to have her head on right. And yes. she's just like, look, I'm just out here trying to make things happen. And she really always cared for Malik. She really did. Yeah. You know, and she helped him to see things differently. Even up, at, even at the end when he lied and he, he used her signature last season to get on back on the team, mm-hmm. she she didn't out him for that. She clearly could have and ruined his career, but she's like, no, you know, like this is what he really wants to do. Even though it means I'll never be with him and never work with him again. Like, but you know what? This this is kind of kind of an early prediction. I 
was never a supporter of Blue and Kira. Let's just make that completely straight. But um, they kind of balance each, each other out very well. But right. the thing that we that Kevin, I think, brought up a few weeks ago is that karma has a way of slapping you in the face. Right. And the mm-hmm. fact that Kira is dealing with all of this stuff and Malik is hiding it from her. When she talked to Tasha and said, like, oh, he's not going to hurt me, she may have... Foreshadow some stuff and have to swallow those words later. Right. Because so, mm. I think him seeing Yana said something Spark on fire. Mm-hmm. And what about you? What did y'all think about this dinner, though, with the macaroni and cheese from the hotel and <laughs> poor Kira was like, oh, this is good. No, Kira. <laughs> poor Kira. I think it's funny when people say stuff like, you know, I'm from the South, so when they make macaroni and cheese and it's not good, and people are like, this is good, I'd be like, where are you from? Where? What's that? We have a caller on the line. We're so excited. Hello, caller. Who are you? <laughs> oh, hey, guys. Uh, this is uh, Hampton Blue Stacy. is my real name. Twitter, you always tweet us like new videos about the, the game. Thank Girl, you, you are everything. You are the walking historian of the game, honey. <laughs> <laughs> they need to hire you. How are you? Yes. What are you? Did you see this episode tonight, The Crying Game? I did see the episode. Um, I thought it was good. Um, I agree with some of what you're saying um, regarding um, Malik and Yana. Obviously, he's not over her. Mm-hmm. Only thing is the actress. Um, who plays Yana said this was her last night on the show. Oh. So I don't, I don't think she's coming back. Wait, why would so she I don't know. reveal that information? Huh. How you going? <laughs> she don't have a job to lose because clearly she's already shot and the show's over. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> wait, that, that ruined my prediction at the end of the night. <laughs> oh, God. Man. Well, yeah, you do have the tea on everything. Yes. Yeah, I was, I was surprised she tweeted that. She said uh, this is her last hurrah. Unless so, she's just trying to throw people off. Maybe that's what maybe. she's doing I mean, as well. Maybe, but then, you know, we read too much into stuff, and she could just be telling the truth. I know, right? I'm not on this show, no to, Maybe she bit. No. Right. Who do you think is a better fit for Malik, uh, Stacey? Do you think it's Kira, or do you think it's Yana? I mean, I'm still a Malik and Kira fan. I, I, I feel, I'm hoping the writers go a little deeper than just he can't cry after sex. Like, I agree. <laughs> Girl, they only got 30 minutes uh, now. How much time they got? They ain't got much time. And, I, you know, I'm sorry. Maybe y'all can help me out on this. As far as the whole crying after sex, is it is it crying because it, it felt so good or crying because you, yes, you because felt relieved? Yes, because it spirit. I, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't get that. remember last season? Like, emotional yeah. connection. Right, because last season, she, like, that was the first time in life, I guess, he made love. All these other times, he was just having sex with all these girls. And that was the first time in his life he felt an emotional connection along with the physical ne- physical connection that he had. Mm-hmm. So, so wouldn't you be crying during the making love process if it was that? No, because at the end they were like hugged <laughs> up. Like you remember last season? I know I'm was, looking w- way too much into this, but like last season they were hugged up after they just did it, and he was crying. He was like he felt he was in a, such a good emotional place because he connected with her. That, that must be yeah, the first time. Great, yeah, I, 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 I look I forward to that, that kind of love. <laughs> 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 oh my but, goodness. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, what do you think about? Um, I know you love this show. Who's your favorite character on the show? You know, I'm always torn. I really like, uh, I love Tasha, of course. She's, she's always hilarious, even when she's grimy. Right, right. Um, and, uh, but Jason's really funny to me. I he really is. like Jason. His sarcasm. He is. Yeah. Chardonnay's Sarcasm. my favorite still. Mm. Uh, of course, your team's Chardonnay. Char- Chardonnay can do no wrong in oh, your no, eyes. No, she can, but I still like her if she does. Oh, I'm Team Chardonnay too. Yeah, high five, girl. Hey, high five. Oh boop, my goodness. So, so uh, stay. Speaking of, of Chardonnay, what do you think is going to happen with her and uh, Baby Roger? Oh, 
I'm I'm really sitting back. I'm wondering, like, how much can they do in in two episodes? Right, Um, right. I mean, I I think they're going to be together. You know, but I don't know if it's going to be like a big blow up with Jason because I think that would just be too much for two episodes. But yeah. I think, yeah. I think the church dating itself is cute enough. That's yeah. like, oh, they're getting it. together the right way. I like that. Right, right, right. And you know what? Here's the, here's the one thing that you guys missed. Um, remember when when Roger was talking to Charnay and they were talking about dating and he was like, it's messy and I like mess, right? Mm-hmm. The funny part is he didn't, he, when he was talking to Jason, he didn't want to work with Jason because he said Jason was messy. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, wait a minute, you really are messy. And I think part of him wanting to date Charnay is not only because he likes her, but it's because he really does he is messing. He does want to have some kind of a mess with Jason because of how Jason treated the team and how Jason messed a lot of stuff up while he was working for the team. So you think really? he's doing this to get back at it? it something I, about the I, I way think it something could have started. That well, I'm way. saying something about the way he said that was just kind of like I like mess, and I'm like, wait, because the scene before you said you don't like mess, and that's why you don't want to work with Jason. So something is not adding up here. Hmm. Uh, I, I see. I didn't take it that way. I thought. I thought he meant it like in a sexual connotation when he had said I it the way too. he did. The way he said that I'm too. Just so. saying, right, especially right after I talked about church and not going to ski that I was like, he's definitely talking about getting a yeah, rough. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. He was talking I about relations. I'm so. just but I do like that angle. I yeah. like that angle of it. I'm just saying, it's the look he gave. I was like, wait a minute, because this ain't too too awesome. And Hampton Blue. We got to get back to the show. You are awesome. Where can you people find you? Oh, I'm uh, just at Hampton Blue. No E on the blue. And um, that's pretty much everywhere. Uh, that's really my company as well. So, Why Hampton yeah, Blue? What's, what's Hampton Blue? Uh, well, I went to Hampton University, so that kind of started you? it. HBCU and in the house? Yes, oh, yeah, HBCU. And... Um, <laughs> I know. I, I, I learned from y'all show that Kenny Smith went to Hampton. That was great to hear. Yes, yep. Kenny Smith, wow. one of the executive Shout producers out. of the game. He's a fan of the show. We love him. He's amazing. Well, thank yeah, you so much. Thank you so much for yes. always being involved with us, using the hashtag, tweeting us your predictions, thank you. the video. Thank you, girl. You won the award for best the game fan for the rest oh, of the century. You. Yes, absolutely. You won, girl. And we had to narrow it down from eighteen hundred candidates. So <laughs> feel blessed. Feel very blessed. You earned it. You earned it. Thank yeah. you so much for calling, Stacy. Thank, right, thank you. Thank you, Stacy. Right. Hampton Blue. <laughs> All right, let's talk more about um, Chardonnay and Rogers. So they, they're starting off with their their she, her apology cake, I guess, to him for writing the the horrible speech mm. that uh, obviously Big Roger didn't like and got Baby Roger fired for. Um, he asks her to go to Aspen. Did you think she should go? No. I thought it was too soon. Okay. See, this is my thing. That's what I kind of thought, but then I was thinking, well, why shouldn't she go? And I couldn't really come with a good answer on why she which is funny kind of like what she said at the end she was like well I'm not saying yes I'm not saying no and I was like well I I, I don't think it's a good idea for her to go but I wouldn't necessarily say it's a bad idea for her to go so right. I was kind of just stuck in between yeah I think she was showing her saying that at the end was showing she's interested I'm not shutting you down like I don't want you to think that I'm not feeling you yeah. but we go to church first right. like that's <laughs> what I it so I'm mad well yes and then I really love the scene when it was her <laughs> on the date and it was T.T. Chase Mr. Billings. Billing. Oh, Chase Billings. Really, TT? Oh, my gosh. And then the fact that they threw in the Tinder stuff was amazing. I'm like, swipe left, swipe right. <laughs> get your swipes on. And how many people do be lying about their profiles on these dating sites and stuff like that? What's your so, profile look like, Kevin? Catfish I actually there. have a picture of Shamar Moore. So, you know, <laughs> take it to what you want. What it, 
I mean, I think I resemble out him. Out of, so. I'm going out a day with Shamar. Oh. I know, right? Then I show up with my skinny bird chest. And, <laughs> and be like, uh, you know. Oh, gosh. Hey. Do, that. do not like. Don't swipe right. What is it? Swipe, swipe right, right is right, what right. you like, right? Yeah. Yeah. Don't swipe right for Shamar Moore. It's okay. him. Oh, and watch it be the real Shamar, too. And you're going to miss out your opportunity. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, All right. So, Tintin tells her some good advice. And he says, go, you know, go for it. You, even though the guy is in the football world. Do you think she should date somebody in the same world that she just left? Isn't that, is that a little too close? You know, I, I wouldn't necessarily say it's too close because, I mean, just because it's in the same world, you still have different individuals within that world. So, uh. Shane's smashing the homies? No, that's Kira. <laughs> or, or excuse me, Kelly is smashing the homies. Oh, but, yeah. um, at any rate, you know, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I don't see how it would do any harm because TT is still his own person. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, uh, even though he's connected or affiliated with that world, he's still his own You're person. You're talking about Roger, right? Ron, excuse me. Sorry. Yes, not Roger. TT. Roger. TT was her date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, my thing with that is I completely understand her fear of not wanting to be in the, in the same scenario again because a lot of people with like like host we're in an industry where we could be similar we have different personalities but we have a similar mentality on things because we know the business and with that comes a lot of similar patterns that she could have in that relationship so i think that is like probably the biggest fear that she would want to steer away from but her issues with jason had nothing to do with football other than him being cocky about getting all these rings right 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 well i can understand why she wouldn't want to jump back into that world especially because this is the gm of the 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 (laughs) team that your husband or ex husband is a, a head coach for us. It's a little weird. I get that. Um, so she decides to take TT's advice, invites um, Roger to the bar, and then Jason and Kelly show up. Awkward as heck. What do you, do you think Jason's like, whatever, that's my, my ex, John. Doesn't matter. No, his reaction didn't show that. What do you think is going to happen? Like, he's going to be mad or what? I don't think Jason's going to take too kindly to it. And, and it's funny. It's just, it's super ironic because Roger was just getting on him for being messy. So right. I think that's, obviously that's going to play a part. But, I, you know, I don't know. Because Jason is a very interesting, like, the way he takes things and the way he responds to things is always very peculiar. So, right. you know, I, I, I don't think necessarily that he's going to have this big out, you know, outlandish, emotional outburst to him but at the same token he does feel shaded by it and i think that right. he is you're you're gonna see a little bit of subtle or subliminal hatred towards him right i can see that but my question for you guys since he's in this scenario where um chardonnay could be with someone very close to him do you think that he's gonna handle it the same way he just handled kelly and this uh billionaire because at the end of that scenario yes he was well, in the beginning he was very upset but at the end of it he was like look what about our love like he brought it back to that so do you think he's strong enough to do that in the same scenario with baby rogers I don't think so. I think it has to be a little drama-filled to be on the show. So I think he's going to handle it like an immature baby because once his, always his. A lot of men have that mentality, right? Like, they, they're like, that's my ex. It don't matter. Like, some guys are like that. That's, they're very territorial. So I think he Over might. someone that you. Yeah, I think he still, he, he still might have some of those things. He still might act like that, especially because him and Kelly just had a fallout. And they made up, but at the end of the day, he still feels some kind of way. Like you know, when you feel well, yeah, something- I mean that's your ex. I mean, obviously, you're always gonna feel some type of way. That's what I'm them, saying. And then it's know, a baby but- Roger, the man that just was like, "You're messy. I'm done with you." Like somebody just called you out, and now he's dating your ex. You gonna feel some kind of way as a man? Yeah, I can yep. see egos. Yeah, right. And, yeah, and Jason can be very egotistical. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Yeah, that's that's a that's a slippery slope. Right. And I love how the whole episode everybody kept saying names. Kira, Malik, Tasha, Kai, Lord. Oh, and then they were okay, like okay. at the end they were just like, Jason, Charnay, Kelly, Roger. Like <laughs> you picked up on it a little more than us. Yeah, yeah, that's that's I, I, didn't, I don't think I caught all that, but uh, Yeah, they, they did it like several times. Anyway, uh, let's talk about Jason and Kelly. When we first see them, they're in their little red and the wolf. That was hilarious. That was. I almost couldn't even pay. I really, honestly, I was dying when I was watching that. But it was hard for me to even pay attention to what they were talking about (laughs) or the cuts. Because here he is in this silly looking wolf. And if you're going to do some role playing, I mean. (laughs) Right, right. Let it be sexy. That was not sexy. Kelly was sexy, but Jason looked like he just stepped out of a trash can with that outfit on. Like. A sexy was, outfit. That was there was nothing about that. Like that Zorro, was, maybe like something Zorro, else. Had something a, a hero. Something. We, saw, we saw not one piece of skin from Jason. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is this? I, it's the, so funny the role play they've had over the years. They've been uh, Kelly's been the stripper with the stripper pole. She's been the cheerleader running around the hotel room. What I can't. Those are the only ones that I can think of. If you can think of any other role playing that Kelly and Jason did, put it in the comments below and use the hashtag ABTV the game. Yes. But that's all I can think of. But it's so cute how they. You know, like yeah, they keeping it fun and spicy on your marriage. You got to do that. I, I agree. I agree. You got you got to spice it up. And Kevin, they, what what <laughs> which role play are you gonna be doing? Oh, you know, I, I'm a. Uh, I, I see, I'm a I'm a very. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm revealing a little too much information. No, I feel like you know what you you have to be meteor man. Like that's gonna be <laughs> no. Kevin's gonna be <laughs> Any other kind of superhero? No, so I could have been Spawn or you know. He could at least be like a Flash or the Flash. Something. Well, I don't want to be the Flash in the bed. Meteor Man, Robert Townsend played Meteor Man. With the green thing, I totally, I totally remember that. That's I, gonna be you. You know what? Maybe Ant Man. Nah, no. me too. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. Ain't nobody gonna like you being real small like this big. You're a little guy. No well, the, the only thing that that was good about that whole scene was when Jason said he's gonna blow her thong off. So that was about <laughs> as good as it got. That, that was funny. Yeah, that was hilarious. Let's talk about um the billionaire. So they they decide we should just buy the team. Why not? Which by the way is expensive because I wanted to buy a football team. That was my dream growing up. Four hundred million dollars is like the minimum you should have to invest in the team. Meaning you have. To have way more money than that. Yeah. Wow. So, like, for them to just be like, I'm like, going to buy a team. I'm like, wait, because Jason is cheap. Y'all ain't got $400 yeah. million. Right. You don't even have anything close to that. That's why most owners are billionaires. Right, because right. Because it's, it's really that much money, you know. Right. Cowboys are worth, what, $2 billion? So, good luck trying to buy them. But, right. you know, essentially, you're right. When they were, That's why I think I had asked... Uh, Cordy, I, I, I was like, did I hear that right? They're trying to buy the franchise yes. because that was that's a whole crap. That's not something you, you just, just talk don't go, about. Like I'm just gonna buy oh, a franchise. You're just gonna go buy a like like it's a hot dog or something. Right. You're just gonna go and get right, like right. this is a. And Kelly, of course, and they said they should also get Baby Roger to you know work the front office. Um, Kelly gets her her money connections involved when she was oh, divorced. Yeah. You know, she had some. She met some gentlemen. Did we think Sugar that was Daddy. right? Yeah. Did we Sugar think it was Daddy. right getting that investor in? She knew it was going to be slippery slow. Do you think she should have picked him? Uh, this because is my thing. If he has money and he's willing to invest, do you think that Herbie would have been a good person? This is my thing. I have no problem with her going to him. However, she should have told Jason yes. 
all of this yes, prior yes, to. Yes, Kevin. That's you do, high five to that. Th- thank you. Thank you. I, I'll take that. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't get many high fives, so I will receive them all. But my thing is you have to communicate that with it. Nobody wants surprises, especially right. surprises like that. Mm-mm. And you'll hear a lot of times, uh, you know, couples that are together, if they're in a place, they'll be like, look, if you've talked to somebody, you, you know, you want to you let them know beforehand. You don't want to find that out. So I thought she was very sloppy or just tacky and inviting him over without forewarning Jason right. about their prior relationship. Yeah, she was just going with the flow and letting yeah. him touch on her. No. Like, yeah, she you was like Goldilocks and the bear or whatever. Not the bear. Like, it's just a nickname. Like, what? It's like, that's not casual. You're by your husband. Right. Yeah, he was chilling Show- back with his hand yeah. all over her like that. I was like, whoa. Show a little respect. Yeah. She was wrong, in my opinion. Right, and I love how he switches from, he's like, wait, how do you know each other? I know how I know him, I know how to, yeah, yeah y'all know each other. Well, y'all come in, yeah. My private island. No. Right, and the fact that she didn't really want to say that was, to me, very shady, and... Yeah. And this is this is why I don't like them together. Ugh. All right, whatever. Whatever. Moving on. Whatever. <laughs> and, and we see that Jason says at the end of this, you know, they everyone leaves, Nobody, the deal is done, they're not going to buy the team, because obviously Jason can't deal with this that, anyone that's that had sex with his wife. Which a lot of men can't do. I feel you know? that's, no, that's a man thing. I, I feel you, but you're, there was a long time span where y'all was not together. You can't be mad at that. Okay. And if you need, how many billionaires you know? Uh, about two. That's what I'm saying. And so she probably knows about two, and she probably slept <laughs> with them both. So they have no investor. I would say let that ship sail. <laughs> to be honest. Mm-mm. Yeah, I that that was just because then think about it. I mean, it's one thing. Obviously, when you're in a relationship with somebody, of course they've had partners in the past. Right. But to bring one of those partners into your circle that you're gonna do business with just gets a little Mm-mm. weird. Right. So. Right. Okay, and so of course Roger leaves. He said he's messy. He's not in the deal. It's a wrap. Um. So we'll be seeing what happens with that. Let's get into some predictions. Alrighty. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Okay, let's talk about Malik and Kira. What's going to happen? I don't have any comment on that. <laughs> you know what I'm waiting on. Uh, what's going to happen on that, Kevin? I mean, hopefully, make it? hopefully the brother sheds a tear eventually, you know. I mean, no tears, no emotion, no love. Okay, here's my prediction. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Malik eventually has to tell Kira not necessarily the sex is bad, but or that it doesn't make him cry, but he has to confess we have to work on some areas of our, our relationship. He needs to fess up. I think that's what's going to happen. That's either going to hurt Kira or that's going to break them up. I don't see them getting broken up, so hopefully the conversation goes well. She can handle it and pull pull up her big girl panties. Now, this is what I want to talk about, y'all. <laughs> Pokey and Rick Fox are about to be on this episode. I do not appreciate Pookie, Pookie putting that gun to Rick Fox. Yes, Pookie, you better pull that. Like, no. You better show me from Richmond, California. Oh, that was so. I am not Team Pookie. Classy. Oh my god, I like you. Always want to be against me, Megan. It's okay. No, I've been Team Pookie since the beginning. He's okay. a wonderful father. He is not for Tasha, as I've said I, before. But you still want her to be back with Rick Fox? Yes. Why, Rick? First of all, what did Rick add to her life? What did Pookie add other than Pookie? He's another scenario of a best friend that could stay a best friend. No, Pookie. What did Rick add? He didn't add anything to Tasha's life. Rick is not bright. Let's just be honest. Okay, he's not. <laughs> but they gotta balance each other out. Tasha is a handful. Tasha's not the brightest either. She, so that's no, not a balance. She's bright, she's bright enough. Uh, uh, Pookie. <laughs> Pookie's a good homie to her. Rick is a good man to her. How? 
He's. I, I just. I think they make a very good couple. I think that first of all, Rick, especially with the personality, or the, I keep calling him Rick Fox. I don't know what the character is. It's Rick Fox. It's Rick Fox. I'm sorry. I didn't know he. But at, at any rate, I mean, I think that she. Because she was always very, it seemed like she was always very much in more to Rick than to Pookie. I mean, as far as connection, maybe, I don't know. Maybe she had a deeper one with with Pookie. I don't know. But it always seemed like she was very ecstatic over Rick Fox. And there was nothing that got her jitters and giggles going like Rick did for her. So I think that if Rick can find a way to, you know, be able to balance out the Tasha Mack that she is, I think they would make an outstanding couple. Thank you. Sparks are flying. Pookie yeah. is good as... Pookie don't do it for her. Yeah. yeah. Just Pookie like, I mean, we've seen that with Kira, Malik, and Yana. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, Tasha should be with Rick and Malik should be with Yana. Well, that ship is sailed. Yana is going to go off and be with someone bomb. I don't see <laughs> she may get back with another woman, you know, like Malik know, right? said. You never know. She was she 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 played for both fields. Okay, okay. Uh, Chardonnay and Roger, what's gonna happen with that? You tell us. I, I well, I like them together. I think they're really <laughs> cute. They're going to church and stuff for their date. Um, I think it's gonna definitely cause some more issues with the the Kelly and Jason factor. Yeah. And I think Jason is gonna be jealous because that's his ex. That's still his territory because mm-hmm. some men are very territorial. And Kelly's gonna be very upset about that. Like, why are you even worried about her? Like, you're not with her. Mm, just saying. I can see that. They happy, home Ain't gonna be so happy. Oh, whatever. For all y'all there's, Kelly and Jason fans. Mm, get over sorry. it. Sorry. Ship it and be done. <laughs> <laughs> what about Blue? Where's Blue? I know. He wasn't even in this episode. No, that's what I'm saying. Blue just... Focused on being a better receiver. All right? he's, <laughs> yeah. he's focusing on the game. On his activism as well. Yeah, Definitely. Okay, exactly. we're protesting somewhere. Right. All righty. All right. Uh, where can everyone find you guys, lady? Well, you guys can keep in touch with me, as always, at Tesnos on Twitter and Instagram. Tweet me what you thought about this episode using the hashtag ABTVTheGame. Show you right. And I'm Kevin John. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at HeyKevinJohn or my website is KevinJohn.com. And like Courtney, please text and tweet us. Not text. Did I say text? text. I didn't give y'all yeah. my phone number. He did. So, oh, yeah. he did. So, right there, he did. Media so, man. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Oh, shout out to Hampton Blue for calling you in. You're so yes. awesome. We love you. And she she did have, uh, she didn't want to say this to you, Courtney. <laughs> yes, that Pookie and Rick Fox scene. Pow, pow, pow. Incidentally, the name of the last episode. Thanks, yes, Hampton Blue. Hampton Blue. Yes. Megan, and, Megan, would you like to see me as Meteor Man? Yes, honey. I'd rather so, see you so as Handyman. If I'm Handyman. Handyman. So my question is, if I'm going to be Handyman, who you going to be? I'm going to be myself, honey. That's not No, no, that's not role playing. That's not role playing. You can find me, Megan Thomas, at Meg Scoop on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Periscope. Hit me up and use the hashtag all throughout the week, ABTV, the game, because we want to know your comments. We love you guys. We thank you for watching us. See you next time. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Oh, Bye. 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 The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 